you've got to build a site with with marketing in mind. If you're gonna invite people into your house, how are they going to get there? Yeah, exactly. Are, exactly. Yeah, nail on are, head. Yeah. yeah, are the are the roads clear? Can enough people park? You know, all that. Kind yeah, of stuff. definitely. That's such a good way. Welcome to No Bollocks Marketing, the podcast by your favourite e-commerce agency, Be Found, Be Chosen. I'm your host, Guy Kingsley-Smith, and each week I invite different members of the team onto the podcast to set the record straight. We promise brutal honesty, occasional grumpiness, and bang average banter as we pick through what's going on in the worlds of digital marketing and e-commerce. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, Scarlett. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Are you honoured that you are the first ever guest on the Be Found, Be Chosen podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to play it really cool, but yeah, secretly fangirling about being the first guest, so thank you for having me. It's good straight on your CV after this, isn't it? <laughs> 100% headline in LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. No, I've, we've got you on to talk about um, the new platform on the block, which seems to be Aero Commerce. Yes, yeah. I thought we could start with, can you give us just the, the comic book story version, like the bit of background about Aero, how it started, yeah. why it's come about, who's done it, that kind of thing? Yeah, of course. So I think, you know, our founders, Matt and Rich, um, you know, well-known within the e-commerce industry, mm-hmm. um, they founded Aero a couple of years ago, um, and it all came off the back of, you know, their experience in the industry, knowing retailers like the back of their hand. and Yeah. They've got so much knowledge of what works and what doesn't that they felt that they could really bring that to the table with a new platform. Okay. Like, yeah, I mean, Aero, it challenges the norm. Um, you know, new kid on the block, but mm. it's been around for two years now. We've got some really brilliant retailers on board and yeah. we've got some really, really brilliant agencies using it as well. So yeah. we're just going from strength to strength at the minute. Yeah, so you've, what you've got on the website when you land on there, the, the kind of tagline is built for performance, made for retailers. Yep. So if we, let's pick that apart bit by bit. Let's start with the made for retailers. So who is it that's an aero commerce platform is perfect for? So mid-tier retailers is kind of our sweet spot. Um, right. You know, anyone selling online with a clear strategy. Um, you know, we, we can work for a lot of different industries, but yeah, e-commerce is our sweet spot and retailers is really, really our sweet spot. And, um, you know, yeah. we've got, to name a few in kind of like our local area, we've got Psych on yeah, the books, sure. we've got yeah. Wave Direct, you know, two very different industries, but both using the platform to really work for them online. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the two big local names, as you say. Um, yeah. What made them go across or, or change the platform in the first instance? Probably a number of things. Um, I think they were both on two different platforms. So I think Psych were previously on Visual Soft. And I think that Wave were previously on Shopify, but don't quote me on that. Um, they are. Yeah. I've been on the site. I've looked at all the cases. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Okay, good. My memory's proving me right there. So that's a good <laughs> start. Um, but yeah, I think it was a number of things. I mean, the first thing was probably speed. Um, you know, legacy, com platforms, not notorious for speed, whereas Aero is. Yeah. Um, okay. we, we pride ourselves on it. And that's not something that a lot of, of platforms generally pride themselves on. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think the extensibility of it is probably the second reason that for both of them moving across, you know, Aero is it's very easy to use and it's very easy to extend. So if you know you've got you've got two very different retailers there, both with you know quite specific requirements, mm-hmm. and I think potentially you know outgrown their current solution or wanted something that was a little bit more nimble, a little bit more lean, okay. kind of with them um, and like complemented them online. Yeah, 
So, yeah, you're right. Psych is someone, they've got a lot of products, a lot of SKUs. Yeah. There's a lot of catalogue management going on in the background. Wave, it's a different product. They're inflatable hot tubs, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, like the leading seller of inflatable hot tubs. So, yeah, totally different industries. But, you know, you can imagine trying to get a platform to work for you and showcase those products in such a way. It has to has to really, really complement you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Talk to me, Scarlett, about site speed. Like, why, why in general should a retailer care of how fast the site is? Yeah, it's an interesting type of conversation, site speed. And obviously, it's something that we at Aero probably talk about until we're blue in the face. But um, it's such a huge part of the customer journey. And I think it's sometimes something that goes a little bit by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's such an important part of the sales process and, and arguably the marketing process as well. You know, you can have the best marketing campaign in the world and, and be driving like shed loads of traffic to your site. But if your customer's getting there and it's slow and it's clunky and it's not easy to convert, they're just going to go and like abandon and go somewhere else. Like, I think you'll agree with me here, like customers, we're spoiled. We've, the average consumer now is so spoiled. We, we want gratification. We want it instantly. And because we've been so spoiled, we don't have to wait. Yeah, it's it's insane, isn't it? Like the, the human attention span is, I think there was a study, it's less than that of a goldfish now. It's something like yeah. we'll wait five or six well, seconds at max and then we'll go. Yeah, I think it's possibly even less than that now. Like, you know, if, if you've got a brilliant campaign out saying like, oh, you know, remarketing products and all you need to do is go to the site, add it to the cart and check out and it's taking you longer than 10 seconds to add it to the cart and check out. You're going to go somewhere else because you know that you can. Of course you are. And yeah, yeah, yeah the, the room for error there is so fine, as you say. Like yeah. the, the second I think this has taken too long, bang, I'm away. I'm back yeah. with the Google search results and I'm looking at one of your competitors' websites and I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna shop from them exactly. instead. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, you're totally right. And I think I think all consumers probably fall into that, unless you know you've got a really real loyal customer who, you know, will sit through hours wait time to just shop with a certain retailer, which mm. I think are few and far between these days. But yeah, I do, I do think site speed, you know, it's such an important part of the sales process that yeah. it probably isn't considered in the early stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, for what guys like us do, and if we end up paying for a lot of traffic, the the biggest benefit you see of a fast site is a lower bounce rate. Yeah. Because yeah. if we send hundreds of thousands of visitors to a particular site, but 50, 60, God yeah. forbid, 70 plus percent of them are bouncing straight <laughs> away. You know, yeah. our clients are going to be like, what are you doing? You're yeah, what are you doing wrong? And it's 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 not the campaign's fault. It's the site's fault. Site speed, as you say. Yeah, there's a, there's a few things in there as well. So it's pretty well accepted that a faster site is a better converting site. And the more yeah. money you can make from your existing traffic, it's an absolute no-brainer. Um, and, you know, site speed has been cited as a ranking factor for ages um, in terms yeah. of SEO and other kind of wider marketing aspects but that was something you wanted to touch on wasn't it like how aero plays into what retailers do in terms of the marketing advertising yeah definitely i mean i think obviously you know we're biased because we work in marketing and it's something Mm. that you know we're we're probably more aware of than than others perhaps but i do think that it is always an afterthought with platforms, you know, the platform's built and it's, you know, okay, it's, yeah, it's fast. It's, it can do this. It can do that. It's, it's built for, you know, performance and whatever, but 
marketing is never thought about in those early stages. So you've got the platform, you build the website, and then you look at how the marketing fits around it. And, yeah. you know, if it doesn't fit around it, then it's kind of like, oh, well, that's tough. Like, you just have to work with it. But I think what's obviously I'm biased, and I know that, but I think what is so brilliant about Aero is because of the experience that the founders had, they built the platform with marketing in mind. Mm-hmm. It, it's never been an afterthought, you know. There's, there's so much that gets you know, missed out in the early stages, I think is probably the best way to put it. You know, uh, retailers are probably thinking, right, well, can it do this? Can it do that? Like from a functionality point of view. Yeah. And then thinking, oh, great, I've got my shiny new website. Now how can I market it? And it's like, oh, well, actually my, my images don't do that. It, you know, the blog's not very easy to use and mm. SEO's not brilliant on it. Like it's a constant uphill battle then if you're using a platform that's not thought about it. Yeah, it's not quite as we see with a lot of websites, it's not quite build it and they will come, is it? No, no, <laughs> not at all. You've got to build a site with with marketing in mind. If you're going to invite people into your house, how are they going to get there? Yeah, exactly. Are, yeah, nail on the head. Yeah, yeah. Are, the, are the roads clear? Can enough people park? You know, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, definitely. That's such a good way of putting it. Um, yeah. So is, is that like, is that the headline thing about aero then you, you're priding yourselves on site speed and that's your competitive edge i'd say site speed is probably up there with our competitive edge it's definitely you know one of the main things you know we pride ourselves on being lightning fast and yeah. i think i probably say lightning fast at least 100 times a week but um yeah lightning fast i'd say ease of use was probably up there in cost okay to, if i had to pick my top three best things about aero it would be cost easy to use and speed Without getting too technical, and we'll we'll go on to the other bits in a second, but how is it so fast? It's lean. It's um, I think probably the simplest way to put it. Like I'm not a technical person, so no, forgive I'm not me. Either. No, that, that <laughs> makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, I mean the the easiest answer is that it's lean. You okay. know, we haven't padded the core out with loads of junk that people don't need. You know, right. we. We pride ourselves on challenging retailers that, you know, we look at what they've got and, you know, if you've got a current site, like, do you, do you really need that that feature or that integration just because mm. you've had it for, you know, two, five years or whatever? Like, what value is it actually bringing? Mm, and by okay. cutting out the rubbish, it allows us to keep our sites really lean, the core really, like, clean and efficient. And it just means they can run a lot faster. Nice. Okay. I really like that as an approach. It's almost quite fundamentalist isn't it isn't it in a way yeah definitely definitely and I mean there is a lot of technology behind the scenes that the you know a developer would be much better place to talk about you know I know that we do a lot with optimizing images and we do a lot of stuff with Elasticsearch that I know speeds up but Hmm. yeah a dev would definitely be a better place to talk about that okay no cool it's um it's interesting to see obviously site speed is is a massive concern and everyone wants things yesterday um (laughs) yeah and and especially with like especially facebook ads um people are acting and purchasing on impulse and if you do not have a fast site that can capture that impulse purchase it's gone in the blink of an eye so yeah love it love it as an approach um what about cost then so you know the way i see it is correct me if i'm wrong you're you know, your side hustle kind of guy who's set up a little business on the side is going to lean to a platform like Shopify, for example. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, An arrow would be for someone who's probably been around the block a few times, got a lot of products in there, 
Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, we, we can, we can support smaller retailers as much as we can support larger ones, but okay. I think, you know, sweet spot is definitely somebody with a clear, clear strategy and, you know, who knows what they want from the platform and, and knows the strengths of, of the other platforms to really see the value in Aero. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How much does the platform cost or what does it start from or can you know? Okay. So the way that we work is I think it's slightly different to the other platforms, um, yeah. which is quite a refreshing approach. And um, so we're, we're based on a license fee. Um, right. So as much as we're open source, um, we're open sourced by license agreement. So, you know, agencies that are partnered with us get access to the full source code once they've signed the license agreement and they're partnered with us. Mm. And then they don't pay anything until a site goes live. So they can not pay anything if a site never goes live. And all the time in the build up to it, they don't have to be paying anything. But the second it goes live, it's based off a license fee. And that's based off the monthly revenue of the retailer. So it goes up in sort of like price brackets starting at 50. Mm -hmm. um, And it's based off the turnover of the retailer. But we have capped it. Um, We've capped it at a reasonable amount. So nobody will ever pay more than £500 a month. And that's based on, I think it's £3 million turnover. Um, They're all on our website, you know, totally transparent about the license fees. Um, Mm -hmm. They're available on the agency's page and the retailer's page, I believe, on the site. Um, but, you know, the reason we've capped it is that there's so many, many models out there and there's so many sort of fee structures in place that the better that you do, the more you pay. Yeah. And I understand the logic behind a lot of that. And, you know, ours to a certain extent does, does cover that. You know, the larger the site is, the larger, you know, the functionality you're going to need and the features that you're going to need. So obviously you do have to take that into account. But we don't want to kind of thrive and you know take away that success from retailers you know we're not trying to capitalize on enterprise level retailers you know or anybody else's success you know we've mm-hmm. capped it at a reasonable amount so nobody ever feels like they're kind of being taken advantage of sure yeah it's uh, in our world as well you see a lot of marketing agencies will do things like charge a percentage of revenue based on yeah. how how well the website is performing this the whole business is performing at the end of the day but you know that one sits I'm uncomfortable with that one because there's a lot of work being done by the retailer to find the products build an audience the whole bit before the google ads comes in or the google shopping comes in or whatever it might be that Mm -hmm. you know we're just raking it in off the back of their hard work yeah exactly it does when you spell it out it seems unfair doesn't it and I think it, it is certainly food for thought for a lot of retailers but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's one thing when it comes to cost. I mean, obviously our license fee is one thing, mm-hmm. but the other thing that I think we're quite passionate about as well, or particularly on the marketing team we are, um, you know, we do a lot of content and a lot of research into hidden costs. Um, there's a lot of sneaky little costs that can add up mm-hmm. with e-commerce platforms, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, if you want a new website, you go into an agency 90% of the time or whatever percent of the time. If you want a new website and you're going down the agency route, you're genuinely going to look at, you know, what's my initial site build? And yeah. that's, you know, the first figure that you get. And you think, yeah, okay, right, that's in budget or whatever. We can deal with that. And then next thing you know, you've got your host and your infrastructure costs. And that's another thing. I mean, granted with Shopify, I know that they're included in the fees, so you don't have to worry about it that much. But for the likes of Magento and Woo, you know, you you can be looking at really hefty infrastructure and hosting costs. Yeah. You've got to pay for your plugins and any integrations that you need. Like 
hidden costs are a real, real problem in our industry mm. and they do burn a lot of retailers. Um, but, you know, fundamentally, if it's something that you need on, on your site, there's not a lot you can do about it. Sure, yeah. Kind of yeah. help the ransom out, yeah. There's, um, yeah. there's a few Shopify apps do that in a lot of ways. Like some of them are just the go-to option for a particular piece of functionality within Shopify. Yeah. Some of them can get expensive, especially if the traffic's quite a lot on the site. Yeah, you know, it definitely. becomes a, an extra chunk to pay each month, you know. So it's yeah. it's not insignificant. So yeah, that, exactly. That's... If you hadn't thought about it, you know, that can be a problem. But I mean, I suppose it's just there's just questions to be asked, isn't there? I suppose like it's hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? And everybody always suffers from it. But mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot can be said for maybe taking a little bit more caution um okay. i know that like personally we get asked a lot a lot you know what can your platform do like can it do this and can it do that and the best policy is just being honest mm-hmm. um and fundamentally there's nothing that our platform can't do mm-hmm. um so we'll never find that a retailer's you know caught out with, with nowhere to go really um so yeah good stuff um yeah, as you know, I'm just thinking about the audience here. So we'll be talking to a lot of kind of e-commerce managers or it might be the director of a, a smaller business. Yeah. The more transparent the the fee structure can be, like, you know, the less headaches they're going to have. They don't want to see an invoice yeah, and think, why is that so expensive? And then it'll be a, a tiny little bit of small print or something like that. Yeah. Just, and especially if they're talking to a number of different people, whether it be agencies, uh, developers, whatever it might be, if there's a percentage of revenue fee going out there and a, a hidden agency cost there and everything else yeah, cost you for a while. You, yeah and you've got a lot to answer for you know when <laughs> there's always somebody that you've got to explain these costs to and it, if you you know you get caught out it's kind of like well I didn't know about it yeah. but it's not really my fault and you know it's not a situation you really want anyone to be in. Honesty is the best policy isn't it? Yeah always. <laughs> um, okay what what about the ease of use element then because I think most people will be more used to, say, a WordPress in terms of the content management system or, you know, Shopify is stupidly easy in terms of product management and getting it out there. I've never been on an Aero site, hands up. I've not seen the back end of one at all. What's it like? Do you know what? I think probably the best way to put this is I've like proven that I'm not the most technical, but I can work my way around the Aero admin, which I think is really saying something. <laughs> like, yeah, it's um, it is super easy to use. I mean, it's you know, it's something that you know the founders have got experience with, and they know that how problematic having you know a clunky interface can be, or not having access to it can be really problematic as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've. I know that the team have worked really, really hard to make it easy to use. And okay. because the platform is so flexible and it can be morphed into whatever shape you want it to be and you can make it do whatever you want it to, it that just helps make it easier for people to use. Okay. So you, you can design the back end if necessary. Yeah, like you can. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You can just make it whatever you want it to be. It is totally flexible. Yeah, okay. No, that, that's cool. So... How does it work then in terms of Aero exists as the platform, mm-hmm. but business owner will have a web development agency that also uses Aero? Yeah. There's a little bit of a triangle relationship going on. Yeah, kind right? of. It, kind of, yeah. Like, so the way it kind of, it's probably more of a flow chart than a triangle. So there's Aero okay. at the top um, and we work directly with the agency and then okay. the agency has the relationship with the retailer. We 
typically would never have a direct relationship with the retailer. It's always we support the agency through that relationship. Right. Okay. Would there ever be a case where you talk to a retailer direct? What if uh, I'm just thinking if there's a the house is on fire and there's something drastically wrong with my... Oh my gosh, or... yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been, obviously, you know, we get um, a number of retailers coming to us directly saying, we want an oh, aero site, where do we get one? And I suppose the way we will always say we don't work directly with the retailer, mm-hmm. just to kind of make it clear that we don't build the sites, um, yes. just to kind of make the clear differentiation between we provide the platform and the agency builds the site. Mm-hmm. But we, of course, do have a commitment to the retailer, you know, for example, if one inquires through the website, we go through like, we call it a discovery process internally. So, you know, we'll take a look at their current site, we'll work out, you know, what they need, what they don't need, and really sort of flesh out the spec. Um, and then we'll, once we've got all that information and we've really like got to know the retailer, we'll then pass that retailer onto one of our agencies. And it's not like we just knock on their door and go, oh, here's, here's a retailer, like crack on and build a site. Mm-hmm. We do make sure that we nurture that relationship and, you know, the support that we offer to our agencies, in my opinion, is second to none. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, they would never be left in the cold. Um, so we're quite comfortable passing our retail leads onto our agencies because we only work with a select few. They've, they've all been trained. They've been on tech days. They've got the support there. And as much as we don't have the direct relationship with the retailer, we know that they're always going to be looked after. Okay. Of course. So, yeah. Just back to cost then, just for a second, there will be obviously be the, the regular web development agency fee and the license, licensing fee with Aero, yeah. but that's no different to any other platform that exists. No, no. There, so. and, yeah, I think obviously the infrastructure and the hosting, you know, I think it would be fair to say that ours will be significantly lower purely because of the speed yeah. and the leanness. Um, you know, if we've not bulked the platform out and the site out with loads of unnecessary stuff, you're naturally you're not going to have to pay as much for the infrastructure nice. and the hosting. Okay, cool. What about if someone had, say, an in-house web developer? Um, yeah. They'd never been on the Aero platform before. And is it a steep learning curve? Could that person pick it up pretty yeah, quickly? Definitely. I do believe, obviously, don't quote me on this, but I do believe that we have had in-house developers working. You know, obviously, we say we work with the agency, but, you know, we're not going to exclude those retailers that don't work with agencies because, you know, they've got the same resource in-house. Mm-hmm. So that obviously is similar to working with an agency. But yeah, I mean, the way that it kind of, it typically works to give you some context is, you know, we'd have the initial conversation with the agency or the developer or whoever it was or the retailer. And then whoever the developers are going to be that is developing the site, they come on a tech day and get them totally trained up on the platform. And they spend a couple of hours with our head of platform. He shows you like how to get started with it, hand over the platform, and then they get access to a Slack channel where they can like chat directly with us. Um, Mm And so they're never like waiting for know email response or a ticketing system or call back in 24 hours and they've got the docs online um, Mm -hmm. and they've got an account manager that looks after them as well so it would be the same process for like an in-house developer that it would be for an agency nice like it um yeah you've got to be quick with the comms these days don't you we can't be waiting for stuck in the mud um bits and bobs that might slow things down can we that's uh, it's 2021 And there's no room for that anymore. So music to my ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's been really well received, to be honest. And again, you know, yeah. no, we can't take any credit other than our founders. You know, they've they've been there and done that and they know what yeah. works and they know what doesn't. And waiting for responses for more than a couple of hours, is it just isn't ideal. It doesn't work yeah. for anyone. 
No, good stuff. Right. No, that's great. Right, Scarlett, let's pretend someone's listening to this and thinking, you know what, I like the sound of this arrow. Yeah. Um, which is your favourite site that Aero have done so far? So they can maybe go and check it out and click through. Such a good one. That's such a good question. Favourite site? Give two I mean, or three if you want. <laughs> let me... I'm going to con- consult my entire list because as much as we've got case studies on the website, we have got like a whole list. I want to say instinctively, I want to say psych, but purely because, you know... From Teesside, Teesside brand, you know, yeah. personally, it's it's lovely to work for a company, you know, that has the privilege of looking after that for them. Mm. Um, Ramsden's is probably another one off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure we've got a case study up for that one, but I'm not sure. Yep. Um, love Ramsden's. Um, again, Middlesbrough brand, Middlesbrough based, um, brilliant company and lovely site. Mm-hmm. And then third, probably Wave. Yeah. Probably Wave Direct. Um, I like the Wave site. Yeah, I was going to say, you're probably biased towards that one as well. Uh, but yeah, it's hard to pick three, gosh. Yeah, um, I'll tell you another one I, I like was the, I was, obviously I've only got your case studies to go off, but the, yeah. Mushu, the Mushulu website. Mushulu one, yeah, it's a nice site, isn't it? Lily Kelly's good as well. Yes, um, it was the, I was quite impressed because I don't know if this is a new thing, but as soon as you land on there, they had a custom integration of shop by size yes which i yeah. thought was really cool like what why isn't every shoe re- retailer doing that like i, I i've got size nine feet i don't want to see any <laughs> other shoe on this website where you haven't yeah. got it in stock or i can't buy it immediately absolutely so. absolutely yeah i mean the agency that built that technically you know they do some really cool stuff with their sites they're very mm. forward thinking they're always thinking of ways that they can you know help the retailer out and sort of do cool stuff like that so it's nice that it gets noticed yeah have you got any other examples of cool integrations that i've got on or is uh is that really putting you on the spot <laughs> that's really putting me on the spot especially for a non-dev yeah of course gracious me it's just well the the mishulu one for, for me is like being on the outside and you know you've said you're not a technical person either yeah that's one where it's you're just making the experience for the customer 10 times better with just uh-huh. a little bit of thought yeah on the example there i might see a pair of shoes i love but i've spent a lot of time on the website getting there from home page to category page to product page and yeah. if i get all the way to the product page and there's my size of shoe isn't in stock at that point i've just wasted all the time and i'm suddenly really pissed off but yeah absolutely saved me all the heartache up front so i, I just thought that was a touch of class, <laughs> yeah actually. yeah that was a really good one um Another one I liked as well was there seems to be a lot of flexibility around payment gateways and, and also as an extension, the checkout option. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about like, you know, the importance of an easy checkout? Uh, have you got any cool quips on that? <laughs> Super important. And I think yeah. probably the easiest way to sort of handle this one is, you know, we've made it as seamless as possible for for retailers you know we know how important that process is doesn't need to be any more than that you know arguably the most important part Um, you know if that's not good they're not going to convert you know your site can be as fast as anything but if your checkout page isn't good then you know you're still going to lose that sale yeah Uh, we're also you know one thing i've probably not mentioned on here yet is the importance of our partners Mm. Uh, especially payment integrations you know we're we're partnered with some really fantastic payment providers um, mm-hmm. and we're all about challenging what 
retailers have and making sure that they've got the right solution. Um, there isn't a one size fits all solution, you know, everyone's a case by case basis. And by partnering with so many leaders in that industry, we can really make sure that, you know, we're offering the best of the best. Definitely. No, it's it's important. If you if you check out rubbish, you might have done all the hard work and getting someone who's relevant, ready to buy to yeah. that site and lose them at the final hurdle. So Yeah. Total sickener. Yeah. <laughs> <Night there. laughs> no, Scarlett, that was awesome. Thanks for for coming on and talking to me for a bit. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been lovely. Where can people go to see more about Aero and, and check you out? And so kind of thing? follow us on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, we're always active on LinkedIn, posting loads of brilliant content on there. Um, loads of um, engaging stuff on LinkedIn. So yeah, make sure you follow us on there and then head over to our website, um, Aero Commerce, if you want to find out. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed that, be sure to subscribe and we'll fill your ears with a new episode every Friday. And if you can't wait till then, be sure to head over to befoundbechosen.co.uk forward slash content to see what we're up to. Until next week, see ya.